Welcome everyone to our NCAA Social Series. I'm Andy Katz. On this episode of our show, I'll be joined by three high-profile men's basketball players, Kansas's Jalen Wilson, UCLA's Jaime Jaquez Jr., and Gonzaga's Drew Timmy, on why they decided not to pursue the NBA and return to college basketball. And now joining me, Jalen Wilson from Kansas. And Jalen, um, we were in Chicago. And after I talked to you at the Combine, I was convinced you were staying in the draft, not going back to Kansas, but that was exactly what didn't happen. So what changed your mind? Uh, you know, just after going through the whole process and learning a lot more than, than I did last year, I kind of just, you know, looked back at, you know, how my two seasons went here um, before. And I just kind of felt like I had more to give, you know, more as just a player. You know, obviously after winning, it's like not much that you can do for the program, except for no one, another one, of course. But uh, I just felt like personally I had more that I could accomplish just on my own. And, you know, looking at my fellow teammates like, you know, Christian, Ochai, Dave, guys who stayed three, four years, you know, uh, out of all the things. I, I've been here four years, but that was only my second year playing. So now that I'm going on year four, this will be my third year playing. So I felt like I had just more time to to develop and, you know, looking at Ochai as a prime example, I mean, a guy who could have went last year um, and and uh, came back and I mean, now he changed his life the best. So I felt like just looking at those things, I had the same opportunity if I was to come back and, you know, that's, that's what I did. So what's interesting about Kansas is in, in this new era of NIL transfer portal, uh, even prior to this, prior to the pandemic, Kansas still had players who, you know, who stayed for three or four years. It didn't leave after one, for the most part. Um, what is it about Kansas, the, the program, the athletic department, even pre-NIL and now even after that makes it a good decision to stay? Uh, I just think the, the atmosphere. I mean, you can't you can rush a place like this that you're getting a sold-out house no matter who you're playing. I mean playing a high school team, playing an NBA team. It's going to be the same atmosphere no matter what. And just that loyalty you get from this place, uh, knowing what you're going to get every single night, every single early game that's 11 o'clock, snowing outside, we're still going to have all our fans there. And just with Koso, um, everything that he brings to the table as far as coaching uh, on and off the court, it's just too many special things that this school offers that if you're not just 100%, like, you have to go, like, why not come back, get better, um, and just achieve more and more every single time you, you decide to step on that floor. So tell me about the student athlete experience at Kansas and in the NCAA tournament um, this season. I know last season bubble, we can't really judge what happened a year ago, but tell me what that experience was like this year and why that should maybe have more student athletes say, you know what, it's pretty good. I'm going to keep coming back. Yeah. I mean, it's, our, our student fan base is, is second, second to none. I mean, the, the way that they treat us, uh, the way that we're just equipped with so many different resources uh, on and off the court, um, just the, the availability of different people we can go and talk to about different things. Uh, you know, all our lives are is basketball all day anyway. So we want to branch out and talk to this or that person about, you know, whatever's going on. I mean, we can. And it's just you're never going to go a place where someone doesn't say hi, like a kid or, you know, fans like adults. And, you know, you'll never go somewhere without, you know, a familiar face. You know, everyone here is kind of just real close. And that's what I really appreciate is about just, it's kind of just like a big family. And, you know, I don't, I don't see you getting that any other place where it's just 
kind of just a whole city focused around, you know, your sport and what you guys achieve. And especially after winning the championship, I mean, the love and support I've gotten now um, ever since coming back has just been insane. And, you know, I love it all every single day. And, you know, I wouldn't want to have it any other way like that. So, Jalen, I mean, your experience, how when, when a lot of people will say, you know, college could be the best years of my life and, you know, things that I'll remember the most. What, what is it about so far this experience at Kansas, being a high-level student-athlete, that has been so memorable? I think just, just being able to play, like, high-level competition every single night and, you know, having an atmosphere that the opposing team's coming into and they're like, wow, and we're like, yeah, I mean, I know people assume that we get used to it, but, you know, every single day I go out there to play, I still get chills just seeing the fans and, and knowing what I have in front of me. And uh, I think it's really underrated to, to have a, a place like this to, to support you like this. I remember playing against Texas for the Big 12 Championship here for our last game of the season at home. And, you know, after we won, I'm looking around like, man, like, this is going to be my last game. Like, I, I wasn't ready to, like, you know, give that up yet because it's, it's so special. I mean, when you get to the NBA – not a lot of fan bases are really there just to watch basketball. You know, a lot are there just for publicity and going to a game and just, just saying that you're there. But these people, like, they camp out before the games. You know, they're doing different things to show, like, you know, the separation between uh, fans and, like, you know, real fan base who care about everything. And, you know, it's just too many little things that come into play when you when you talk about our fans. I mean, they know everyone on the team head to toe. Um, you know, one of the most popular guys was Tien. I mean, and, he barely got to play, but when he did check in, I mean, the place just erupted. So there's little things like that I've always appreciated. What about the relationships that you're able to build at a place like Kansas as a high-profile student-athlete that might be beneficial to you beyond your professional basketball playing career? You know, there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, just with having the fan base that we do, there's a lot of different people that, you know, approach us that, you know, who would love to just, you know, get to meet us and interact us because, like you said, I mean, you just – you never know who you're going to meet. You never know 20 years down the line when basketball is done dribbling that, oh, man, I met this guy in college and now he has an opportunity for me like to do this, this and that in the business world of things. So, no, nah, there's definitely a lot of different, you know, resources and people here that care and want to have us, you know, in a successful spot after basketball because, you know, after basketball is a completely new life. Um, a lot of people aren't prepared for that. And, you know, just think about how I'll, I'll know then. But, you know, now I'm able to just to, build a network with people that who have a plan for themselves in the next couple of years. And then, you know, 10, 20 years from now, some somewhere I might be able to find my place in the same, you know, building as them. So it's, it's a lot. And the alumni of the program, we saw this in New Orleans, you yeah. know, from Paul Pierce down, uh, there were so many former Kansas players, Danny Manning, uh, yeah. that, you know, were there uh, and, you know, feel that connection to this team and you know clearly there's a bond that can last in you know who knows what kind of you know potential business opportunities beyond basketball yeah yeah I mean one of the things I remember the most about just the final four was, was uh Paul Pierce come and talk to us but uh Danny Manny came and talked to us before the game and uh you know I really just stuck out to, to see how much these people care about our program I mean I don't know last time Danny's played here uh what year I'm sure it was what, 80s, uh, and just to see that, you know, he's still watching us play and still keeping up with us. And, and then now we see, uh, after we won against Villanova, the game before UNC, I mean, it's just filled with alumni. And you just you just want to be a part of that and, you know, want to be a part of the guys who said they won the championship 
I mean, when, when you got Mario Chambers in there talking to us and you just want to be a part of that room, like the championship room, and, you know, that, that just motivated us all. And now that, you know, I'm a part of that and the whole team last year, now, you know, 10, 20 years from now, I can come back and talk to guys about the same things that they're feeling and going through uh, being in the final four. So it's real special seeing those guys come back. I mean, I know NIL has changed things, but at the same time, um, it's still a place you want to be. I mean, it, yeah. so, you know, some places NIL may work, uh, you know, to, to make sure that someone comes back to college because maybe they weren't going to be a second round pick or maybe they go somewhere else. Um, but in this instance, it's a place you want to be. And so maybe that's an added incentive. Um, how do you think NIL has changed more players like yourself returning to college basketball, whether it's at the current school or maybe another one? I mean, for me, you know, I've always been blessed and I have to just absolutely need money. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, are in a situation where they have to get to the NBA to, to pay for this, that, and their family. But now that, like you said, I mean, NIL has been able to help a lot of guys who may be in a position that can go to the NBA, but maybe they go back raise the stock, raise a lot of different things. And, you know, now it's more money presented to them there. So, you know, having the uh, availability to use our name now that we've been able to build it for now three years now for me uh, is a blessing. I mean, I'd always say that we should be able to sell jerseys with our last name and pictures and jerseys or, or, or shirts with our face on it, you know, different things like that. Just to, I feel like we've done a lot as athletes for the NCAA, uh, just showcasing the entire, the entire, I mean, sport. And, you know, I feel like now that we have the, the time to give it back and, you know, and earn money for ourselves, but also, you know, just realize that it's not always about that part. Because, you know, I, I chose Kansas because I want to be here and be a part of, you know, everything that it was about. And I think that the NIL part is just a small piece that's, you know, a reason why I may be intrigued to do this, this and that. But at the end of the day, you know, like NIL is only going to go as far as your basketball goes. So I feel like you always got to balance that. But it's definitely, definitely a great thing that they added. Well, I appreciate it, Jalen. Can't wait to watch you next season. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And joining me now, UCLA's Jaime Jaquez Jr. Jaime, you are back in Westwood. Uh, it was a great pronouncement, announcement that you put forth about why you wanted to be back. Uh, take me through that decision process and how you came to decide that this was the right move for you at this point in your career and your life. Uh, it took a lot of time and a lot of thinking um, after the season had ended, um, kind of just taking the time to soak in just the season and um, taking a couple of weeks just to, you know, figure out what I really wanted to do. And I think, uh, you know, along with having to get surgery on my ankle, uh, not finishing the season that we wanted to uh, in the way that we wanted to. And um, I think just coming back with, for me, it was probably uh, the best interest in my mind. Um, and, you know, here I am getting ready for my senior season. So let's discuss why things have changed, because you're not alone in this kind of a decision. Yeah. It used to be that players who, you know, potentially could be late first, maybe second, maybe undrafted, they mm -hmm. would still take that chance, whether they hurt their ankles or not. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Why do you think things have changed to where more players like yourself that aren't top 10, top 15 picks, have decided mm -hmm. to come back? I think that's a really good question. And I think um, a lot of that just has to do with, you know, their personal uh, interests and what they want to do. Uh, and I also think that um, college basketball is very big. And due to the NIL opportunity, there's uh, a lot of opportunities for guys to be able to make some money here in college as well. And, you know, not have to, you know, chase the NBA as fast, 
because you know they're, they're being able to get paid for the name image and likeness in college so i think that might be a big factor of why a lot of people you know decide to come back um for uh their third fourth second year and just decide to come back to college i think that plays a big part in it as well you know i'm curious i mean you're an interesting test case because had you not gotten hurt and i was there with you guys in portland um you know you might have gone through the draft process see what you, you know what you hear and then maybe maybe the decision's tougher uh yeah. case jackson davis you know he was gonna go he gets COVID at the combine he doesn't even participate made his mm -hmm. decision easier mm -hmm. um what do you think about that perfect storm of uh nil COVID year where you get another uh -huh. year uh you guys had fans this year and maybe you want more of it you had sort of a yeah. real ncaa tournament all these factors coming together helped decision makers like yourself decide to return to college? Yeah, I mean, I just think to myself, the NBA is not going anywhere. Uh, and I think for a lot of guys, including myself, you want to be in the best possible mind, the best possible state, you know, of mind, body and spirit, just to be able to go out and showcase your ability to these NBA scouts. And I think um, with that being said, I don't think I was as healthy and as fully prepared as I could have been. Uh, going into uh, that summer after the season. And I think because of that, it just forced me to, you know, come to a decision where I think the best interest of myself is, was to come back for my fourth year. So you got to the final four in the bubble. Then you mm -hmm. had um, an interesting season where there were fans, no fans, uh, you know, yeah. normal NCAA tournament, uh, got, you know, a couple of rounds. Um, what is it about college basketball that you've seen evolve over the last couple of years, even with a pandemic mm -hmm. uh, that has made it uh, more appetizing for, for players like yourself to stay? Uh, I just think, man, college is fun. Uh, just the truth of it all is fun to be here. It's fun to play with, uh, you know, friends that you've grown up with for a long time. It's great. It's there's really no other environment like it. You know, the NBA is one thing, but uh, college is something completely different. Uh, guys are out here you know, doing whatever they can for one another um, to try to, you know, be for the greater good of the team. And, you know, we're all aiming for one goal and that's for a national championship. And, uh, you know, when you're here in this stage, man, it's just, there's really nothing like it. And, and what's the student athlete experience been like for you at UCLA, save the pandemic time? I mean, outside of that, yeah. what's it been like uh, from when you arrived to now? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, uh, there's just so much love here on the campus. Uh, every time I go out, you know, always getting people saying, giving me thanks and praise for, you know, uh, just how we play as a team and, um, you know, individual accolades and things like that. So we just have a very proud fan base here in L.A. And um, it's really hard to leave, to be honest. The alumni, uh, who, you know, it's, it's a who's who in college basketball. Yeah. But then there's also an incredible list of names I'm sure in terms of resources of people that you may be able to meet being at UCLA that could help you beyond whenever your career ends mm -hmm. um what is it about being a high profile student athlete that you think can provide benefits not just you know those those connections in the sport and beyond uh man I think uh so many so many here at UCLA we have a tremendous alumni and um you know, before they were able to help in some ways, but I mean, a lot of that they would help after college uh, to be able to get, you know, guys paid and be able to uh, help help them make some money. But due to NIL being a thing now, it's it's like it's just happening in 
now and you know we don't have to wait anymore and people are being able to get opportunities that we've never seen before and um you know the alumni are, are, have been great in helping us with that ucla has always done a great job of integrating uh the men's basketball team the highest profile with all the <laughs> other sports what's it like to be you know on a campus in an athletic department where there has been a, a equity of you know unbelievable athletes in so many different sports that are yeah. treated very well yeah, I mean, it's great. It, every every time you go into the training room, you're, you're seeing either like an Olympian, uh, a champion of some sort. And it's just great to be surrounded by such high profile athletes. And it really allows us to be able to push each other more and more just because, you know, you see one team win, win something and then you're like, well, we want to be the guys to win as well. So I think it's a friendly competition around the sports around here and it just keeps us getting better. You know, one last thing, Jaime, on this topic, you know, we were faced with the one and dones and people worried about you know, mm-hmm. is that going to hurt the game? And I just feel in the last couple of years that it's completely flipped where mm-hmm. fan bases are getting to know their players because they're staying longer. Yeah. Um, how have you seen that from your vantage point? Yeah, I mean, I think um, people are starting to realize the benefits of staying. Um, I think people always just want to, you know, go as fast as they can to try to get to the next level. But um there's really nothing wrong with just staying one more year and trying to, you know, enjoy yourself in college, uh, do what you need to do to get better and work on things. And, um, you know, take that extra year. You either take it, you know, in college with everybody, you know, some place where you're comfortable or, you know, get out of your comfort zone and, you know, be somewhere that, you know, you, you're not familiar with. And I think people are starting to realize that. And I think that's why so many guys are uh, deciding to come back to college. Well, I appreciate it, Jaime. I'm, I'm so glad you're healthy and look yeah. forward to watching you in the upcoming season. Awesome. Thank you very much. And now joining me, Gonzaga's Drew Timmy. And Drew, um, I was with you in Chicago. I thought you were on the fence then. Uh, you decided to go back to Gonzaga. What was the main decision as to why you returned to Spokane? I would say NIL played a huge piece in that. I mean, it's great opportunity and uh you know I, I had opportunity to actually make more money in college than I would have based on where I was slotted to get drafted to say so you know it's uh I don't know if NIL wasn't there you know it'd be a it'd be a much easier choice I feel like but to that point you have a great experience there you love being a zag uh Gonzaga is woven throughout the Spokane community. What is it about being a high-level, high-profile student-athlete at a place like Gonzaga that even with NIL makes it a place that you want to return and continue to play? It's awesome just because, like, even when I go out and stuff, like, yeah, there's people always want to, like, take pictures and stuff, but, like, they also just treat me like a normal person. And I think that's the thing I appreciate most about here is, like, People like they care about you. They want to see you succeed. But at the end of the day, they're just genuine good people. And that's something that it's hard to find in a lot of places, a genuine community that really cares about the success of this program and how we do. And I just like really appreciate all the love and everything. And it's like it's easy to come back to a place where you feel so welcome. It really does feel like a second home. So even before NIL at Gonzaga, um, players stayed three, four years. I mean, of course, there's been a couple that have left after one or two, but for the most part, it has been a program and a school 
where high profile student athletes want to stay. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's a, it's a great place to get better. I think even personally, like the amount of growth I've had from each year of my career so far, I think it's been pretty crazy. I think even, you know, last year, people were like, can you really grow that much more? And I feel like I took a huge leap. And then I feel like this year I'm going to take a huge leap. Like the way coach, all the coaches push us and really get us better. And then the competition here, like it's so easy to get just way better at everything. Like it's hard to turn that down too. you know, just how much better you get. It's, it's really hard to do. And the coach does such a great job of pushing us and make it, he makes it a place where you want to come back just because it is so much fun here. And he, he understands the balance of, you know, like college and being an athlete as well. So he's really big on having fun, but getting work done. And I think that atmosphere is just so much fun. And like the family in the locker room, like it's something that's really hard to give up. What have you seen in terms of the growth of, and I know we had COVID in the middle of it, so got to take that out a little bit, uh, in terms of uh, the benefits of being a student athlete at Gonzaga? I really like it because it's kind of, it's a smaller, it's a smaller college and you really get to meet and know people. And also, like I said earlier, like people treat you normally, you know, sometimes it's hard to go out or like, even like back home, like go with my family, you know, just cause like, there's a lot of people um, like they want to like see you take pictures and stuff. And like up here, I, I just, they do a good job, you know, just like you feel normally you feel like a college kid. And that's something that like, I know it sounds silly, but like it's something that I don't like take for granted anymore. It's, it's a nice feeling, you know, to just be normal, I guess. What about the relationships that you've been able to build, whether they are alumni from Gonzaga who are in the NBA or played in the NBA, or even people that have nothing to do with basketball, but are tied to Gonzaga that by being a high profile student athlete, you've been able to take um, advantage of that. That might help you five, 10, 15 years from now. It's great. The connection runs deep. People always come back to the school. I mean, last week we had Kelly Olenek in here just working out and just lifting with us and working out with us and teaching us things. And then you always just have people like wanting to take care of you, making sure you're everything's all good. You're okay. And like, you're doing good. And then they always let you know, like after you leave, like if you ever need anything, let me know. Like it's a genuine like relationship and bond there to the school and us, which is, it's pretty special. So you went through the full draft process um, and you did it, you know, by the book in terms of what you were allowed to do. Um, what was your assessment of going through that process and then ultimately making a decision to return uh, that, you know, years ago, that wasn't the case. If you declared, uh, it was very difficult to return back to school, even if you were talking to an agent and things of that nature. I, what do you think of the structure right now that's in place for a student athlete to go through this process? I think it's, I think it's really good and really important. I think, I think sometimes you have to try something out to know what it's about. And sometimes, you know, like, like oh like maybe I am not ready for this or maybe whatever the reason is or maybe I do need to go back to school or like maybe I do need to leave and I think I think the NBA has done a great job of giving players the opportunity to like get a feel for things because uh it's a lot of workouts and traveling and stuff and even for me like I was like damn I'm, I'm on the road a lot like going place to place working out a lot not really home and I've I didn't realize how much of that it really was, to be honest. Like I knew about it, but like to actually go through and experience it, like you, it's, it's a grind and it's something that you have to get adjusted to. And I think 
getting that experience and going through the combine and like all the workouts, it's like, it's really prepared me and helped me get ready, you know, for the next, the next go around as well. So I think it, I think it was important to get that experience. So, you know, now you kind of know what you're in when you get thrown in the fire like that. How much do you think the changes the NCAA has made in terms of NIL and the draft process actually may help players return to school because they're allowed to sort of explore everything and potentially have opportunities when they come back to campus rather than sort of, you know, in the past, there were so many obstacles to potentially return it. I think it's huge. I think, you know, sometimes you go in there a lot, especially a bunch of young guys go in there and, you know, like a little while ago, like they're stuck, they can't go back. And it's like, what if, what if this kid stayed another year or two? Like, what could he have been? You know, I think there's a lot of what ifs and they've kind of negated that with this easy avenue to come back. And I think it's huge. And then NIL, obviously, it's just, it's a huge benefit, you know, because uh, a lot of people do need the money. And there's a lot of people that come from situations that like, there's a lot of pressure to, to leave, to, to help provide for their family and stuff. And I think by being able to get that in college, you give them an easy out to go back and not feel as much pressure on such a, a life, a life changing decision. So I think it's, I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. You mentioned the word pressure um, in a place like Spokane, while they do allow you to be somewhat, you know, have a uh, normal existence, there's pressure, there's expectations. You are going to be one of the faces of college basketball next season. Uh, how do you handle it? Uh, I mean, I feel like I kind of was last year and uh, kind of says what it is. I mean, in our program, we kind of see pressure as a privilege, you know, like, yeah, we're usually ranked number one a lot and we get everyone's best shot, but we've, we've worked, we've worked our tails off to be the, to be there, to get that. And, you know, we, have the hardest non-conference schedule I feel like year in and year out consistently like coach has done a great job of building this program up so he's earned the you know we've earned the right to be in these high these high attendance games you know we're like in Vegas we have the highest attending game in Vegas like we've earned the right to have that by the work and stuff so it's it's definitely a privilege that we've earned the right to be in that pressure so we don't look at it as, as a pressure necessarily but more of like we've earned the right to have this opportunity uh, I appreciate your time as always. Uh, and I know we're looking forward to seeing you next season. You as well. Thank you. And a big thank you to all three of our guests here on the NCAA social series. And as always, you go to NCAA.org slash social series, where all our social series are archived. Thanks for watching everyone. Mm -hmm.